Hey Curly, you swaggerless monkey. Thank you for buying my baby mama free coat. It's nothing to the boss. Don't worry, boss. Oh shit. You keep my mama fur coats. For my son Junior? This nigga started early. Next generation, boss. Police officers, boss. Gonna arrest you niggas for the next 50 years. I think I found that video though. We live, fuck it. Man. You know how I do. I just press the button hey, like, nigga, let's go. All right, shit, we talking about it. Like, nah, fuck that. You feel me? Episode 13, <laughs> you did. Yeah. Shouts out to everybody that's here. Uh, Doug is still using his PTO. He has more PTO than Sasha Banks. I'm sticking with it. But I got my guy here, Mr. DJ Larry from Show Your Work. Please introduce yourself to everybody if they don't already know you as they should. Oh, man, well... I humbly appreciate that, man. Yes, DJ Larry, man. You know me from Show Your Work, uh, Random As A Podcast, Voicemails, all kind of shit, man. You can follow me at DJ Larry0093. We just had a great, great episode on Show Your Work with DJ Ace, host of Walker's first mixtapes, Gucci, Mr. Perfect mixtape. He was actually Gucci's DJ for a very long time. So we got some real gems on that, man. That interview's about an hour long, so it's not too long, man. Tap into that with us, man. Like, all streaming platforms, YouTube, all that good shit, man. We got more shit planned on the way, man. Absolutely. So that was a great interview. Uh, if y'all don't already know, I produced that. So please tap in. I'll, I'm, I'm about to start doing on Sunday just, like, everything I'm a part of. And then the homeboys and homegirls shit, whoever doing something, I'm about to just spam on sundays just to show love man and nah man sundays you know with what most of us consider the sabbath so it's nothing only right to give praise man and all praise to producer i know you don't want it but i'm just gonna say man producer man banks man my boy my boy got more placements than lex luger in 2010 dog like my boy out here right now man like producing his ass off i, I appreciate that you know what's crazy i had an idea Shit, we here, bro. Fuck it. We just going to go off the top of the dome for the most part or all of it. Bro, I was thinking about Lex Luthor's career, I want to say last summer and like a couple weeks in December as well. Because he mm-hmm. was on some interview, him and uh, Buff Bagwell, God forbid. But he was on the interview with them. And I just talked about Lex Luthor's career in totality. Like, I, it, it's a he's a Hall of Famer to me. But I'll talk about Lex Luger, the producer. But since you want to talk about Lex Luger, yeah, um, I not only cut you off just so we can make sure we no, no, sure, yeah, no, I figured you was talking about that nigga Lex Luger, yeah, yeah, Luger is, bro. I'm sorry, I I don't know why. So let's talk about it. Why do people? Um, hold on a second. Why do people hate Luger? I mean, outside of him being as a person, I can get that. But as far as his in-ring ability, he wasn't just terrible, dog. And he has some great moments. Like, to this day, that moment where he beat Hogan, I want to say that was, like, on a random Nitro in, like, 97. Like, mm-hmm. that was a great moment, man. Like, I to this day, it's, like, chilling because up until that point, I don't think anybody had beaten Hogan for that title, because he literally ran through the whole WCW when that NWO shit kicked off. 
And I think Luger was the very first person to like take him off. Obviously, Sting comes in later, but people forget that while Sting was on TV every week, mm-hmm. he wasn't wrestling. He didn't wrestle till Starcade '97. Like you had to remember that. Like that was the moment. But yeah, I don't know why people shit on Luger though, dog. Like he was not terrible, and it, I, I you really can't shit on him because. The torture rack is still a thing. Like it's still a thing. So, yeah. You know what it probably is? If I could take a moment to really get my thoughts together about that because I think about it often until this day, like you said, I don't understand it. You know what? It, it's probably because and you know, like I tell people listening to Grilling with JR cuz I mean, it's just like listening to Hubie Brown talk about basketball. Like mm-hmm. I know this shit like the back of my hand. Right. So, he had an episode and I think it was like He'll do like years, like Survivor Series '97. Woo, do this, this superstar this year, or he'll just do a, a superstar. Mm-hmm. Like if people have never heard his, bruh, he has one of the greatest shoot promos of all time, where he's just ultimate warrior, bruh. <laughs> Shit, it's just him for two hours straight, barring a ultimate warrior and his wife. But. <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you. Like, shouts out to Van. He put me onto that podcast. I want to say early last year. Yeah, Jr. Yeah. is dope, man. That that's a dope one because it isn't Conrad a part of that one too. Conrad Thompson. Yeah, Conrad. Shit, y'all talk about me producing. Nah, Conrad. Conrad nah, Conrad. Yeah. Listen, Conrad is like, like when they do a Mount Rushmore of like wrestling podcast. Conrad is up there. Um, Emilio and Kaz are up there. What they when they started wrestle rap? It, it's it, yeah, he's up there for sure, like one hundred percent. Yeah, cause yeah, he he produced that. I think he does Kurt Angles as well, and he 80. was doing Redacted Flair, but Flair uh, ran from the hustle like he do everything else. Wasn't he on? Doesn't he do eighty three weeks with uh, Bischoff too? Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, he does that. He started the Starcast shit, which was, you know, which helped get into, you know, AEW now, what it is now. And I want to, I could be wrong. I have to, have to look this shit up. I thought Conrad was a part of, um, I, he's done some other shit. I don't, I, I don't know if it was with Steve or with Heyman, but he's done some shit, man. Conrad has been out here like for years it's just now people are starting to recognize but conrad's been out here so yeah so from what i'm looking at on his wikipedia he the star cast like you said he has something to wrestle with with bruce pritchard remember that was like on the network if i'm not mistaken that's what i'm thinking of bruce Mm -hmm. yeah and then but he married to rick flair's oldest daughter which is megan so that makes sense right there so rick flair is his father-in-law he got ah, okay. God damn, this resume is crazy. I gotta work a little harder. He got the Bruce Pritchard show, eighty three weeks with Eric Bischoff. Mm-hmm. What happened when with Tony Schiavone? I remember that because that's how we got the Adam Cole little comedy bit when he mm-hmm. said, "Listen here, you skinny motherfucker." <laughs> Grilling with Jr., which is his best thing he produces. Mm-hmm. Uh, the R. Anderson show. I never even knew R. Anderson had a podcast. Dog, he he. Anybody would that. <laughs> Anybody that was like a part of that WCW core Conrad got a fucking podcast with him. Like, no shit. Like, hey, if they were part of uh um what was it uh before but Jim Crockett, if they were part of Jim Crockett, yeah, bro. He got a podcast with him. Like, really right. And, 
and it, it is probably just because of that Ric Flair connection, which is not a problem. Like, I think he's good at what he does, but that helps along with the Ric Flair cosign. And if you get it that way, that's like I said, you know, what I mean, we need that in our culture, particularly like, hey, man, give somebody a job just because. Why the fuck not? But exactly. he got yeah, the R. Anderson show. I know he had one. Kurt Angle show. I love Kurt Angle's show. Kurt Angle is really is a really good podcaster. And I don't think he's like, I'm not going to say he's not serious, but he, if he wanted to like just do other type of podcasts, talking about shit, he can do it. Yo, shout out to Angle, man. I really wish, um, I really wish Angle was more involved in, um, like I wish he had, I like wish he was a more of a main producer because he, I think he has a great mind for the business. I really do. Yeah. And for him to have, you know, initially we know his whole story, how he went from, you know, win the gold medal with a broken freaking neck, and then you're just like, all right, he wasn't his Olympic money slowed down mm-hmm. because he's doing wrestling. It ain't like he doing swimming or running, and you know that's how you get endorsements the rest of your life. With him is wrestling, so you know, for him to go from all right, I ain't doing ECW to having the greatest rookie year. You know, what I mean, him and Fifty Cent got the greatest rookie year in entertainment history, besides LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, all right, hold on. That shit fucking let's let's talk about that for a second. Wrestling rookie year. Um, cause Kurt is definitely like the LeBron of it for sure. Because Kurt is what late 99 to 2000, and he was beating everybody's favorite that you talk about. He was beating them clean and making them tap out. Like he tapped out the rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, Jericho, Redacted, had great matches with Redacted. Um Edge, Christian, Hardy. Like he worked with everybody. So I'm trying. Kurt is Kurt's up there. Brock is up there. Yeah, because with Kurt, bro, remember he run, he won Rookie of the Year. I mean, Rookie of the Year. He won King of the Ring. He won an IC title, European title. Like, oh, he's he's grand. The only title Kurt didn't win was Cruiserweight, and that's because he wasn't small enough. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't that lightweight enough, but he won. Everything. Yeah, he didn't even have a tag title, which is crazy. Like, I'm thinking about his career as a whole. I'm like, dog, has he ever had a tag championship run? He hadn't. I thought he won one with somebody. He didn't have one with like you remember like in O two like how a motherfucker they put a team together and they have the, the SmackDown title for like two weeks and then they'll yeah. drop it to like a tag. I thought I'm looking at I'm looking yeah, at right now. Hold up, nah. He, oh yes, he did, but we can't talk about it because it's with Redacted. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm gonna show you. Hold up. Why am I blanking out about that? They they were the first. Cause remember it was the uh, remember when they did the brand split? Yeah, and you can show whatever you want on here too, cause it's not it was, it's all audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell. I can tell. Yeah. yeah. So you, that's everything he's won. The e WCW champion, United States champion, heavyweight champion, four time WWE champion, tag team championship with Redacted Wolverine, European champion, hardcore champion, intercontinental champion, Grand Slam champion, King of the Ring. Triple Crown champion. Yeah, he's he literally did everything that you could possibly do in that company. Like, there is nothing else you could do in that company. So when that, yeah. And he did all that within, like, three years. 
Bruh, his WWE run is 96 to 06, and most of that shit that we just that I just mentioned to y'all for the people listening is literally from 99 to 0102. Like all of it. Like, because there was a period of time where he didn't even have a championship. And yep, they beat Edge and Rey Mysterio. Yep. That's no mercy 2002. I don't know. I remember that run. Because oh, and this is okay. So this pay per view is Jericho and Christian. I remember that. Um, you had Triple H and Kane because they unified the title. And this is the Katie Vick storyline, which was insanity. But Bruh, I didn't even know that was old too. I don't know why I kept thinking that was like two thousand. Yeah, and then you got. Brock Lesnar and Undertaker in the first Hell in a Cell match where Undertaker beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Ain't that when uh, Undertaker was like color? He got some color, like he was, or he got uh, he got bladed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, he, he was bleeding like a motherfucker. They were both bleeding like a bitch in that one. Like it was, yeah. And then if you remember, this is literally a month before. Uh, well, it says Rebellion. That's the UK pay-per-view. But Survivor Series 02, when Heyman turned on Lesnar and Big bro, Show Big won. Show. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, that shit was stupid. But they had to do something for Big Show. And they had to do something to freshen it up with Brock. because, And I think that goes into what they're doing now. Like You have to do something to freshen up with Brock because the whole... Beast Suplex City one two three thing can get old as fuck quickly. You know what I'm saying? So you have to do something to to it, and um, that's why today in that elimination chamber, that shit was fucking hilarious. I mean, I know if you're a wrestling purist, you may have wanted a match match, but if you were just trying to look for entertainment, dog, <laughs> bro, that shit was hilarious, bro. He just said fuck all this. He started beating everybody up, but. Hey man, what he said, what Gangster or Thugnificent said, damn, what did he do to make that nigga bro, mad? My nigga, my nigga kicked the dough like Project Pat on Theory, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. It did just start fucking everybody up, bro. Son, bro, bro, he kicked the shit there. I was like, oh shit, my bad, dude. My bad. Also, Theory said, hey, bro, chill out. But when chill. he tried to go through the cage, I was rolling. Bruh. The motherfucker hit a here come the pain F5 from the top of the cell. <laughs> I said, bro, I said, bro, who told Brock about this shit? Like, don't tell me Brock bumped into Xavier Woods and was like, yeah, man, I remember hitting F5s off the SmackDown fist. Really? Like, <laughs> no, like, but they fucked up Austin Theory. I keep thinking Austin Theory is the future, but shit, at this point, probably nah, not. How no, you got his ass beat? You know what, dog? I, I don't think so. I think him and Riddick Moss, aka Madcap Moss, they earned their dues today, dog. <laughs> they fucking... Yeah, because that bump was nasty that Riddick Ooh, Moss took. I think the fact that he got up after that bump, I know Vince was somewhere like, yeah, that's what the fuck I'm talking about, pal. Get up. <laughs> Bro, when you're not supposed to, so either he really tucked his head good enough, but it didn't seem like it. No, it didn't what, look like it, and I yeah. and he they should have ended the damn match. Like they should have had, they should have had Adam Pierce come out there and say, "Fuck it, it's a handicap match," and then just let Corbin just take the L real quick. But 
he got up though, bro. He kept on going like didn't shit happen. So I mean, I so think he, he might be straight. He might uh he might be in like a multi man match for the IC title at Mania or something and get that bitch because they they've been pushing him like hell too like low key like letting him get more than two minutes with Drew McIntyre. I think they trying to build him into some outside of like the comedy shit because he can go, he can go. Yes, that he got a woman fan base. Like oh. I be seeing women talking about him, so I'm like, all right, cool. And the thing with Theory, dog, like it, I get it. I, I totally get it with theory too, but that's the thing. Like people forget, like, and that's why I give Miz his credit and so many others their credit. It's like, bro, when you know the role that you're in, and you can literally take that role to another a whole nother level and literally piss people off. See, mm-hmm. people think the heel shit is just supposed to be the Goldberg, Lesnar, Batista, Rome. You know what I'm saying? Like they think it's supposed to be that, and you, you can have that, but. The heel is supposed to be the motherfucker that you cannot fucking stand. Like you cannot, like you, you get hives thinking about that motherfucker. Like, and that's why I say Austin Theory is really just TikTok Jeff Jarrett, dog. He's just getting on people's nerves, talking shit. But the mother, he can wrestle. He can wrestle, but it it shows something that they didn't just have a former champion end it with Brock. You know, like they didn't have like AJ Styles ended or Seth Rollins ended. Like, and I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure everybody in there was like, Yeah, I ain't taking that bump. Fuck that shit. Austin, you got it. Like, nah. Well, cause you know, everybody there is basically like seniors. Yeah, like, you even, know what I mean? Even with Riddle, because Riddle's been on the main roster longer and he's been in the company longer too. So and in the indie. So everybody else, it that's what it probably was too, was the rite of passage for him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, nah, nah he not a Austin Theory, you know what I mean? He's been in the game for years. It made him an animal, but not compared to an AJ Styles who's been doing this for 21 years and Bobby Lashley. Like bro, this, this is a I, moment for him because Austin Theory ain't shit. Probably shit, but like twenty three years old. So yeah, he only twenty five at the most. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like, bro, you could take those bumps. You feel me? Like you could take that. And then Brock Lesnar protects people, so it's not like you getting out there with somebody that's gonna. Braun Strowman's stupid ass. So yeah, he literally he's twenty four. I just looked it up, and you could tell even when he was walking to the ring. You, he was eating that shit up. You could tell he was like, okay, this is my moment. Like, this is the yeah. moment that I'm going to do it. So it just says something to him. And, I mean, you have to look at it. Riddle will be fine. And, I, and, and two, Brock don't fuck with Riddle no way. So that was, they made that shit quick. Well, that shoulder <laughs> that he did, like, it looked like a goddamn bear just giving you the cold shoulder. That's what's so crazy about it. Bruh. And then Riddle be up here laughing. But, you know, that's like the motherfuckers that – you know, you're going to get your ass beat, but they be trying to laugh it off like uh, they nervous, but then mm-hmm. they know the ass whooping is coming. Still so coming, trying to yeah. play cool. They, like, that's what he's doing. He's trying to play cool like the ass whooping can't happen. Like, bro, nah, you done popped all that shit. Like, bro, it ain't enough weed in the world for me to say something that stupid to Brock Lesnar. Gee, did you see the way that motherfucker hopped out the ring on Raw? Like, bro. <laughs> did you see how he had to take that F5? That shit, no. that now that F five was a little bit scary to Austin theories because Riddle was up in the air for a minute. I said, Bruh, "God he, damn!" Listen, and that's the thing too. Like Riddle's ex- has said it before. Like anytime he's, I want some one thing I give Riddle. Anytime he says some dumb shit, and he knows it. He'll come back and say, "Yeah, bro, I said a few things about the tribal chief. You know, 
So people backstage didn't like it. It's like, yeah, nigga, you met the whole island of Samoa that day, bro. <laughs> I was about to say, like, nigga, you, he don't know. I know he from uh, Pennsylvania, but they got Samoans out there as well. Like, these niggas <laughs> run the packs. Fam, the, the thing is, the Samoans, like, shout out to all my Samoans. They, they ain't cut up like how it is with the Mexicans and the Puerto Ricans and the Dominicans. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like how they have different sets and shit like that, like we do. No, the Samoans role is one dog. Like they don't fuck around. Yeah. Be twenty of the motherfuckers in a Honda Civic. <laughs> Come on now, what you say about Oos? What you say? <laughs> right, like and bro. Besides that, if the Samoans didn't say shit to you, this man definitely gonna be like, "Hey, bro, you can't talk about the bag." Fuck you. No, that's the thing. Like, I think Riddle is start. He's starting to realize it now. But I think Riddle. Is realizing like that old 80s, 90s way of like calling people out and shit so you could work with them. Nah, bro, ain't nobody got time for that shit no more, bro. Niggas is backstage chilling, playing video games, going home to their families, dog. Ain't nobody got time for you on social media talking shit about people's wives or the tribal chief of Brock Lesnar. Like, like to this day though, I ain't gonna hold you. Um I do think Goldberg's last match should be with either Riddle or Big E. I ain't gonna hold you because one Big E, like that's his that's his like thing. You know what I'm saying? That's the shit he's always wanted. So why not do it now while you still can? And with Riddle, it's just hilarious because there's so many ways you can set that fucking match up, dog. Like you could have Riddle accidentally, you know, drop a drink on Goldberg or something, and just just for the comedy of Riddle being high as fuck, knowing that Goldberg old ass is gonna fucking hit him with a jackhammer. All right, that should need to happen. But the problem is, and you know this as well, it's gonna turn into a shoot, and Goldberg <laughs> might really hurt that boy. Hey, he already is. like a, he are look, bro, for real, because he already an unsafe worker. If it's somebody he don't like. Like Riddle, bro, he might legit hurt that dude. Well, I do remember Riddle said him and Goldberg squashed it. And uh, lies. No, nah, he he legit. No, nah, he, he said it, and I think Goldberg mentioned it too. So, but we know that like while he may squash it, one of those spears is gonna hurt like hell for real. He ain't gonna tuck his head. He gonna hit that motherfucker straight in the ribs. <laughs> bro, Goldberg gives himself CTE. He gonna forget all about that shit that all that apology shit. This an old ass, big ass white dude from the south. Hey man, I was gonna say something else, but I ain't gonna go there, but they don't forget either. But yeah. You know I'm about to say, yeah. hey, go ahead and say it. Like no. I said, hey man, listen. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> That's your if drop he... for the episode. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> Bruh, if he motherfucking hit his own head and gave himself a concussion last time when they was in Saudi, yeah. Fam. <laughs> but nah, I'm going to say this, though. I was surprised with that match with him and Roman, man. Like, I was like, damn, Roman really didn't hit a spear. But it's cool because it goes into his, like, persona now. And it's like, nah, fuck that, Roman. Like, fuck that Goldberg. I'm choking your ass out. Nah. <laughs> I ain't letting this shit go. You can choke out. <laughs> and I like that, too. That, that was mm-hmm. actually a fire finish. Like, because mm-hmm. he was trying to get out this shit and choke him out. Like, and I had to think about how many people have actually made Roman Reigns, or not Roman Reigns, Goldberg submit. That's what no I had one. to think about even more. No one, bro. I can honestly say no one because if you think about it, um, I don't believe, I don't think Sting ever did. Brett never got the chance. And then 
if you go into his WWE run, no one for it one hundred percent has been no one. So this is the first time that Goldberg has been submitted or knocked out. You know what I'm saying in that fashion. But you know what the funny part was? I I don't know why I thought this, but you know Roman's favorite wrestler is Bret Hart, and I promise you. If Roman would have came to the ring in a fucking tank top and would have pulled the Bret Hart, we had the fucking um like the chest plate on the goal. We got mm-hmm. hit with the spear shit, bro. I would have been on the floor crying, bro. Cause I've been waiting on somebody to pull that that set, like that move off again. Like for somebody that hits a spear, like I would love like AJ Styles or somebody to do that shit to Edge or something like that. That should be hilarious, but is there a picture with Bret Hart and Roman Reigns? Because I think mm-hmm. he knew him when he was little. He did. Roman met everybody when he was little. But, yeah, there's a picture yeah. with him. And and Roman even talked about it in the Yokozuna doc because I think he was talking about how um, how much he respected Bret and, you know, him as a champion. And then, you know, they mentioned the shit where Hogan came out right after. Like, you know, he came right after the match and, I forgot, I think that's WrestleMania 10, I think. You're the one in Vegas when they was outside at Caesars mm-hmm. Palace. That wild-ass event. But, yeah, man, so... Bobby Bobby the Brain was on top of Elephant, almost fell off. Is that the one where Taker fought, like, or Giant Jay. Gonzalez or much? Yeah, one of the worst matches in history. The motherfucker <laughs> had, God bless his soul, he had that one piece on, and he didn't want to sell for Taker. Fucking didn't take a bump. That match was horrible, bro. Oh, what the fuck was WrestleMania? T- okay, so WrestleMania ten is ninety four. I only I've only seen like uh, you know footage because again I was one. So let's see. You was one in ninety yeah, four. Yeah, I was one in ninety four. Goddamn, I'm old. Nah, bro. We just you know. So let's look at this shit, bro. Owen and Brett. Damn, Brett wrestled twice. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. This is this this can't be the right one because it must have been nine. Because un- yeah, no, no, no. This ain't it because it was Yokozuna versus uh Brett. So it got to be ninety five. Let's see. So there you ni- go. So nine is yeah. It's nine the year before ninety three. So you have Luger. All right, you got. Look at this fucking card, bro. Like Tito Santana and Papa Shango. <laughs> Tatanka beats Shawn Michaels for the IC title. The Tatanka, Stein- they said not even uh, Native American. <laughs> His name is Chris Chavez. Yo, him, him, him black facing as a Native American is fucking hilarious. I forgot who said he was a Native American. That's crazy. It's the Steiner brothers in the E, which is crazy to think about, but they were beat um uh Samu and Fatu, which Fatu is Rikishi, with Afa, which is you know Roman's dad. Doink the Clown beats Crush, Brian Adams. Razor fuck rest in peace. Razor Ramon beats Bob Backlund. <laughs> in a three minute match. Thank God. Cause I love Bob Backlund, but Razor Ramon, I'm not a big fan of his work style. Got you. <laughs> Money Incorporated. <laughs> Ted Dibby beats the Mega Maniacs. Duh. Yeah. This is you know, 
This is why Hulk said, nah, bro, fuck the bullshit, man. Put me in the main event. <laughs> the MAGA maniacs. The MAGA maniacs. <laughs> the MAGA cuckold maniacs. And I don't know if Brutus BK was MAGA, but fuck it. We're going to roll with it. You guilty <laughs> by association. <laughs> that's what we're going to roll with since you was there, my nigga. Luger beats Mr. Perfect, and I'm sure that match was fire. Like, fuck. I'm pretty sure that match, 11 minutes, that match had to be fire. Ain't no fucking way. The Nart- Kurt Henning. Kurt Henning, never, Kurt Henning never had a bad promo. He never had a bad match. Nothing. You can't. Yeah, he was he was the real Mr. Perfect. Like, like there's he's perfect for a reason. Yeah, Undertaker beats John Gonzalez. Seven minutes. Seven fucking minutes. I mean, shit. Look at this one. Yokozuna beats Brett in eight minutes, and then Hogan beats him in 22 seconds. Like... But the thing is with that Yokozuna and Bret Hart match, bro, that's how you know the excellence of execution is what he said he is. Because if you look, go back and watch that match when you get a chance. Awesome. Yeah, it was just like yeah, him was- basically selling for Yokozuna, of course, because Yokozuna is the big man. But you know, Yokozuna wasn't the most mobile person. Mm-mm. So for him to give Yokozuna that much, bro, it says a lot. And Yokozuna is a great worker, but he just wasn't mobile. He gave a, sum, a, a a a a more mobile sumo wrestler a four star match, dog. Like it would have been a five star. Brett would what would have won, but I mean you have to make Yokozuna look strong. But then of course Vince's logic and you know Vince being Vince, like you don't get that. But I'm just dying laughing because just thinking about it, it's like, bro, I I would be pissed as hell too if I'm sitting there. Giving Yokozuna all this, and Hogan is scared to get his ass in the ring with me. Like that's the thing about Brett. Like when people are like, oh, why is Brett so? Like look at what he had to fucking deal with. Like you got fucking Hogan being on his shit. Then when your whole family is giving this company classics, I understand Shawn Michaels. You you finally give him the rub. I get that, right? But it's like every time they try to work, like you realize. We're supposed to have at least a WrestleMania trilogy with him and Shawn Michaels. Like, WrestleMania 10, well, no, WrestleMania 11, and it was Diesel. They didn't want to drop the title. WrestleMania 12 happens. WrestleMania 13, like, Shawn literally pulls a fucking retirement to, like, nah, I ain't ain't doing this shit. Then comes Mm -hmm. back a few months later. So we're supposed to have like three or four matches with Sean and Brett. They were really supposed to leave the shit in, but I mean, I get why why Brett was fucking upset, man. Like they wouldn't put the title on Davy Boy or Owen when they were at the peak of their game. So it's like the fuck. Like so I I get it, man. But um what do you think about Brock and Roman at Mania? And do you think it should be title for title? Or do you think they drop a title on the way? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This is the last time I want to see this shit. I've liked a feud in the past six, five, six years. That Six years since we've gotten it. The match at WrestleMania when Seth Rollins cashed, cashed in. in. Was my, that was my favorite match they've done thus far. Bob, it's the best one. Yeah, it's definitely the best one. Yeah, I mean, it's Roman Reigns getting his ass beat, and I love Roman Reigns, but he, he was took getting that his shit ass like beat. a champ, bro. Like he was fucking laughing in his face. Like Brock hit that motherfucker with like twenty suplexes, three F fives. He's just sitting there laughing. Like, come on, bro. 
Like, yeah. Yeah, but with this one, bro, hey, man, just after this, I don't want to see this shit no more, man. You feel me? So, if it's title for title, obviously, it seems like they about to unify the title. Like, they haven't said it's officially for the titles, but more than likely it is. You know what I mean? So, I say they should unify the titles because, hey, man, ain't nothing but, like, 10 people on the roster anyway. Uh, that's it's legit. One, Nobody that's the one, on the roster. That's the one thing about the unification, though. That all right? So with the unification, it's cool because the only thing about the unification is like I still want them to keep the brand split. I don't want them to fucking like. I mean, I know they don't abide by the shit, but I don't want. Because if they don't abide by it, then you're going to see the same programs for the title. So it it's just interesting because I I would like for them to just keep both titles and then have Roman drop one of the titles to whoever, you know what I'm saying, AJ Styles or somebody like that while he still keeps the Universal title. Because I think that's the time. Honestly, if... This match is going to be very telling because if Roman does not lose this match at Mania, that motherfucker is probably not dropping that title till he faces The Rock or damn near goes on his Hollywood break, bro. Like, real shit. Like, and I think that's what's going to happen. Like, I don't think he's going to drop the title. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if he does, I'll be kind of surprised at this point because, I mean, they don't need to have The Rock versus Roman Reigns in Hollywood. But, for the title, they don't even yeah, have to for the title. It could just be just that because it's a marquee match. Yeah, but I think at this point, because this dude is the bag in pro wrestling. That obviously, if he's been champion almost two years, he is the bag in pro wrestling. I think they keep the title on him for just, and you might as well at this point just keep going because it's still interesting. Like you know, it's had some down peaks for the most part, but at this point, it's really interesting. Him being champion is entertaining. This is the best thing to me in pro wrestling. Like, and I like AEW, but this is the best thing in pro wrestling to me right now, besides Bianca Belair. So that begs the question: Who takes the title off Roman, or who do you have? Who do you, who? If you're the Booker, who are you having take the title off of Roman? God. Okay, that he gonna do that anyway. So who's the next? <laughs> Cause, bro, cause it's like, nigga, who else going to like? It's nobody. You know, you know like, just keep it on them. Let me, let me. Okay, cause just thinking about this, honestly. Oh, I got one. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Cody Rose. Who you want? I wanted to happen so much. You want That's what I'm saying. Chaos. You know, I'm an Asian in chaos, bro. If <laughs> if Cody Rose take the title off him, bro, <laughs> I swear to God. I'm on Twitter for a week just talking shit just for the hell of it. And do I like that idea? No, I don't like Cody Rhodes, but I would laugh. The pure madness of of Dusty's son coming back. Nigga, remember how Spice Adams was laughing and crying in that video? You can't tell if it was tears of pain or he was just laughing so hard. Yeah, Yeah, that's going to be, bro, I legit might make a video like that. Bro, I'm not gonna hold you, bro. Even when even when Cody Rose comes back, I'm gonna be fucking laughing because people are just talking. So- and here, let me let me just clarify something. The shit people have talked about Cody Rhodes has been well deserved. Like, let's not act like it hasn't. Yeah. But the thing about it is, 
I don't care how much these guys lie and y'all believe it. They're still E guys, bro. Like, Cody is going to come back. Jericho is going to come back. When Moxley gets that fucking call for the Shield Hall of Fame, he's coming back. He's putting his goddamn shine box there. He's opening it up. He's putting the vest on. He's going to do the fist bump. He's going to cry like a little bitch. Like, you he's know what? coming back. I'm low-key surprised Jericho didn't come back before Cody Rose. I thought Jericho was going to come back this well, year. So I, I well, the year ain't over, but. I saw something today that said, um, I think Jericho's contract ends in 2024. And I think it also said that Jericho and Punk are the highest paid in AEW. See, that's the problem. That shouldn't I, be the case. I think Cody was trying to match, get matched up with them. And Tony Khan was like, nah. And I think that's where the dissension really probably started. Cause he's probably like, like he he probably hit him with that snowfall speech, like, I built this shit. Me, brick by brick. But bro, that's the biggest problem right there. Like, bro, even I feel like, and I'm not a fan of Cody Rose, he should be getting paid more than CM Punk. Dog, there is no AEW without Cody Rhodes. Like Cody Thank Rhodes, you. Cody Rhodes. All right, and we both watch wrestling. Like tonight, I'll probably catch uh, Okada and Naito because it's like the tiebreaker. So hopefully, Naito wins. Go LIJ. Oh, but. <laughs> oh yeah, I gotta watch that. And believe it or not, I'm gonna watch Impact. It's two matches I actually want to see. Which two matches, real quick? Uh, Matt Cordona versus Jordan Grace for laughs. Uh, uh-huh. Matt Cordona might be. The second best heel in wrestling, too. Okay, he is all right. People don't realize this, but Austin Theory and Matt Cardona are like the same side of a coin, dog. Like they're the same fucking guy. Like it's mm-hmm. the same shit. Like he is a higher, like what Zach Ryder was in WWE. He's just that, but on an amplified level. Like you more believable. That's all the fuck it is. It's the same shit with what Cardona's doing on the indie scene right now. He's beating your favorites, and you're paying money to go to a fucking high school gym or bingo hall or wherever <laughs> to boo the fuck out this dude. Like, now, GCW, you know what? I've been to a GCW event twice. They low-key being like some little decent buildings, bro. It'd be, it'd be like a, a bingo hall and shit, but it'd well, be straight. I'm saying like that you're going to a 500, 1,000-seater to boo this guy. Like, that's what you're doing. You're like... That's the thing that you have to. And I'm gonna get back to um, Cody, but that's no, the we thing. here. No, we here. Oh, but yeah. I'm saying, that's the yeah. thing, bro. You got to realize when someone's in their role. Like Cardona knows that you motherfuckers are literally you worship these people, and so what he's doing is like, all right, well, I'm gonna take a shit on this dude. Excuse me, I'm gonna take a shit on that dude. Fuck you, fuck you, intergender wrestling. Ha, fuck that. Like my girlfriend, who you know y'all hate too. Ha, taking her with me. Like, and the thing is, just like I said, just like five minutes ago, they're E guys. Trust and believe me, he will be back in the E. Maybe not this year, but next year, and he will get the bag, and he'll be more elevated than what he was. Going back to that conversation, some of y'all favorites. They're going back. Like Miro's gonna have his talk with God, as he says. <laughs> He's going. <laughs> He's coming. still one of my favorite tweets ever. <laughs> nigga said, "Me and God got to talk." talk. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I understand Bro, that. Hey, hey, Miro, man, put that shit on a t-shirt, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> dog, he shouldn't. That shit should be 
That should be the slogan for goddamn uh, G- AEW. That should be the slogan for life. Cause for real, I'm like, bro, I did the low key. I did the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio once upon a time in Hollywood point when he said that. It's like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The point, bro. Miro should capitalize, but yeah, he's coming bike. Andrade coming bike. Like all these motherfuckers, they coming bike. Oh no, they they gonna shut the door on Andrade. They might cause shit. Vince might have watched uh, NXT and saw Escobar and was like, "Nope, <laughs> we good." <laughs> yeah, his wife can't help him in this scenario at all. <laughs> Vince like, "Nah, I got the plug on the Mexicans. We good. Nah, stay over here." Right, I got one that can speak English. Can you know, what I mean? he can do the same shit as you, bro. He can hit a fucking Phoenix splash, <laughs> like. Yeah. He just don't have the same look as you, but still, he can do everything it, else. It, so we straight over here. It don't matter. That motherfucker got a stable. Like he can do all kind of shit on Dry Day. Like yeah, that's. Right. But all right, Cody, man. I, I don't think Cody will be. We yeah, Cody is. Or I, all right, I got my point. Cody was the reason why you have AEW because prior to Cody Rhodes hitting the independent scene. The Bucks and Kenny were doing great in Ring of Honor, New Japan. But Cody is the reason why, the like they they had the awareness that they did to where, you know, they could do all out the the first one and then you know take the chance and get with the Khan family who Cody's connected to, and you know reach out to Jericho and you know there is no there is no AW without Cody Jericho and the Bucks and Omega you know what I'm saying so it's crazy how people's loyalty it's not crazy because it's just people are fickle but it's just hilarious it's like y'all's loyalty to these wrestlers bro it's business bro and if I'm Cody Rhodes and I've got a TV show with Warner that I'm doing like two TV shows that I'm on movies and shit um my wife is helping the women's division trying to get more women on tv i got my whole fucking training facility out here you know trying to get up with them and it goes from me being in control to tony khan being in control to you can't match my pay with cm punk right i beg beg your fucking pardon like you know what i'm saying like who and, fell off and never came back. And keep in mind, Cody even did the, I'm not even going to hold the main title stick too. Like he did all of that to not get paid. It's like, I, I've listened. I understand. It's like, a, it's like an NBA dog. Like sometimes you might look at when an NBA player gets a, a contract and it's like, why the fuck would you give um, Chase Brunner? Yeah, yeah. Whoever, you know what I'm saying? Why you give, you know, like I'm gonna give you an example, like um like right now with Dallas, we got Jalen Brunson, right? And he mm-hmm. they talking like Jalen Brunson wants a lot of money. It's like, why the fuck would you give all that to Jalen Brunson? It's like if you look at him and Luka Doncic, um uh you know, chemistry, you don't want to break that up. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to take that away. So it's like you you give them the bag. Same thing with your Chicago Bulls. Like the Bulls better throw the fucking house at Zach Levine this summer. Ain't like, no choice. We ain't got no choice but to do it. Throw the fuck like back the Brinks truck up, dog. <laughs> like, yeah, no, he, we we ain't got no choice but to do that. 
because he's pivotal. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Cody is pivotal with AEW now. You may, and again, if Cody, you know, doesn't the, the creativity is there, then that's one thing. But like not paying dude, like bro, y'all motherfuckers like let go Cody and y'all finna re-rock the bag. But the thing about Tony Khan that he's not realizing is that it's only so many times that you can do the this guy left this company, he's coming to AEW thing. Cause that shit literally lasts for like two weeks. And then it's like, okay. Like what like Alistair Black is vying to be a tag team champion. Uh Miro is not getting TV time at all. Like <laughs> he on Twitch though, right? Who? Miro? Yeah, he getting that Twitch money or something. I'm talking about what well, what well, you get what I'm saying. Like do like the yeah, people but, go, ahead, go ahead. You know what? This is what I'm this is what I think I said to you or on show your work like months ago and the people in general. Mm-hmm. When I got outside, it's just like the rap game right now. When outside ventures are doing well for me, it's kind of hard to get out of bed and do the main thing that got me to the dance. For some people, you feel me? Like we're going to get a spit of his flowers very, very soon. For mm-hmm. people like him, it's a rarity now because it's like, Yo, this is what got me to the game, and I still master's craft, and I don't have to do this because I've been consistent with it for damn near 17 years. So with Miro, it's probably a combination of other people. Yo, I got so many outside ventures that the main thing that brought me here, I don't particularly really care about. So maybe that's why they don't care about being TV. And it's like in the E, I had to work damn near every day. You feel me? I barely was home. Now I can do this a couple times a year and do everything else I want outside. So maybe that's what it was. But with Cody, of course, he has the TV show and the Nightmare Academy in Georgia. Mm-hmm. But it's like, damn, the main thing, which is, you know, my father's legacy and something I got into from high school, y'all will let me do. But then it's creative differences for me. And I don't get paid as much as somebody that fell off me and CM Punk, who was never really that good to begin with. Hell, I be I keep it a buck with you. On TV, no, nah, I won't say that because I really don't mess with Cody Rhodes. But still, it's You're just the fact it. that no, nah, because I had to think about it. Like, nah, I, I was about to say something stupid, but it's just like, yo, with with Punk, it's like, bro, you fell off and you haven't been there for years, and then you bitch and complain and woo 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 like you always do. At least I can say with Cody Rose, it's like, bro, I was never really that good. But when I left the E, I went to ROH and I went to the Indies. Then the AEW cracked. So I've been consistent with my work ethic. And that's what I can salute him on. Yeah, because that's the that's the one thing about punk. Like punk has had buku opportunities. Like he could have been at the New Japan Ring of Honor Madison Square Garden show they had a few years ago. He could have went to Japan plenty of times. Could have done a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Even with Ring of Honor, he could have done, you know, a uh, return there. You know, when um like when Adam Cole was champion then. You know, like 2017, like right before the E and all that shit. So he's had plenty of time. And you got to give Cody's credit. Like Cody went to Impact, bro. Like, like Cody, Cody didn't hold back shit. He literally went to every fucking company that you could think of that wasn't tied to the E, like Evolve or something like that. Like he went to UK shows. Like he did all of the shit, bro. 
And that's why I was, did you see that um, Omega uh, interview that he did like a day or so ago where he was talking about um, um, Cody? Did you see that shit? Yeah. Also, I want to say this about uh, Omega. I said it a couple months ago, but I'm going to apologize again on this podcast. I apologize for the shit I said before. It was somewhat of work, but for the most part, when I'm working, I'm shooting at the same time. And I was mm-hmm. talking about he he ain't been good since 07 and all that. Yo, the dude said he was working with a hernia and vertical while making matches. Dog, mm-hmm. I felt so bad after hearing that. And that's that's one of the reasons why I try to shut the fuck up about most things in life. Because you, you never don't know. know. And when yeah. you don't know, you want to bite your ass later on. Yeah, because I don't mind being wrong. I'm wrong about a lot of shit in life, but it's just a fact like, dog. First of all, wrestling, if people don't know, I've had vertical before. If you don't know just having vertical, like, dog, how that shit fucks up your balance. So imagine having hour or so matches and then add on a hernia. Bruh, he need to take as long as he can to get back. He could take another year off. He need to. Bruh, he. <laughs> I'm gonna say... <laughs> but Troy ain't shit, bruh. <laughs> Ooh. Troy Cameron, man. What do you say? <laughs> I'm gonna say it, bro. Hold up. <laughs> Troy motherfucker barely talk. What are you saying, bro? He... <laughs> I went to go look for see if I can find that article, and then I see what this motherfucker is sharing the group chat. I'm gonna share this shit, bro. Like this motherfucker ain't shit, bro. He didn't tweet this shit, but the fact that he even looked new to share this is hilarious, bro. Look at this shit, bro. Like Troy barely talked. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that earlier today. <laughs> Man, hey, but, it might happen, bro. Bro, listen, let me tell you something. When Cody... Let me finish on AEW and I'm going to get to Cody and finish on that. So AEW, you don't have... You only have so many more times where it's like, oh, another person that was in WWE. Because the shit has... We've seen history. And it's like Tony Khan... Is just like oblivious to history. And that's why I love the promo that Bischoff cut off on him when he made that little slight comment about, oh, you know, if Bischoff knew, you know, like I knew what I'm doing, then WCW would still be around. And Bischoff was like, you little punk motherfucker, like we lost the funding. Like, you got to think about it. WCW had the same shit. You know, when Nash and Hall came in and you had just different guys from the E over the time, like Macho Man, Hulk, and then eventually, Bret Hart comes, and then after that, it's just like it just dies down because the effect isn't there. And it's like same thing with Impact, right? In the very beginning, like I'm talking like when they were still NWA Impact and shit, like up until like oh, because you had that shit happen. Then it's like okay, Hulk Hogan and Bischoff and Russo start coming in. You get the main event Mafia, and then the product just goes down they go from a six-sided ring to a four-sided ring and it just it just starts getting crazy so it's like AEW, it's like dog like there's not gonna be a bigger moment for them in my opinion than getting punk when they did as far as like pops and moments punk when they did and cole and danielson on the same night and don't get it twisted i love danielson I, i even though adam cole "Quote unquote ran from the grind." I still respect Cole, but that you're I, you're lit. Go I ahead. Keep saying, bro. Is it really running from the grind if you want to go kick it with your homeboys, even if you're making I think, less money? I think that people. The, okay, this is why I have a problem with 
People act like if Adam Cole went to the main roster, he would have been treated like Karrion Cross, and it's like, dog, no. Like the reason why you know that wouldn't have happened is because it's not like Vince didn't know who he was. Number one. Number two, if you look, I'm pretty sure the only people that ever touch Finn Balor as far as NXT merch numbers is Adam Cole. I would I would hike to say I don't think anybody else probably ever even comes close to those numbers right so really if you put Adam Cole on the main roster he's he's literally Shawn Michaels 2.0 legitimately like everything about 97 Shawn Michaels is Adam Cole so Mm -hmm. I don't I think that's where the grunt the run from the grind thing comes from for me is like he now granted, I do think he would have probably had to be IC title champion first and then work his way up. But like I, I get why he did what he did because it's like, okay, if I can get the same exact amount of money, be world champion, and go do this shit with my homeboys for a little bit. Cause I mean, I think he comes back to the E eventually too. I think he does the <laughs> AEW. I I think he does AEW for like two, three years and then Nah, bro. He 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 seemed like he got too much pride. He got small man complex. He gonna be like, I ain't going back over there. You know, I I think, and I say that because it just depends on how long. Because this is what I'm getting at. Like, all right, I I'm sorry, but I think Adam Cole is 100 taking that title off of Adam Page in like two weeks. I, I think hey, hold on, hold on, brother. Let me do this real quick. I hope so. <laughs> I don't. I, Adam Page, shouts out to him. I've never been a fan, bro. Even at this, ROH. But this is the thing: his this is not the run for him. Like you know, like how all right, you remember when Roman had his first run, like um, 2015, 2016, and like he had some good matches with Seth and AJ, but it was like eh, whatever. And now this run that he has now is like okay, this is the definitive run, like. People remember the Adam Page moment because it's like, holy shit, Adam Page is the champion. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we also know Kenny was hurt and they had a title on Omega longer than they probably should have. So mm-hmm. it's like Page really hasn't had a chance and you can blame booking, you can blame just time and circumstance to really cement the moment. Now, if Page goes over Cole, then I wouldn't be like like overly upset with it but it's like here's the thing in in my prediction personally if i had to think about it if i'm this long-term booking just by their pay-per-view standards cole is taking the title off of him in two weeks double or nothing is in may right or june one of the month like the Think it's in June. Mm-hmm. They space out they shit a lot. That's what I do like about them. They space out a lot of their well, they do the they do the big four format. You know, they do the, the old traditional like big four. Like it's revolution, double or nothing, all out, and then it's another one I'm forgetting. Full something that they do in November. Like full gear. Yeah, yeah. full gear, full gear. They do the big four, and you know, all out is like their WrestleMania. So, uh, and 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 double or nothing is like their SummerSlam. So, I would, if I'm just booking, if I'm thinking about booking, Cole wins this shit, and now 
Double or nothing, you get Cole and Punk. And then I think by all out, it's Cole and Omega. And that's like the whole Bullet Club shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, anybody and anybody who's ever been involved with Bullet Club is like torn between sides, all that shit. So I think that's what you get. Because I don't, I don't foresee Adam Cole getting that title and then just like losing it immediately. I think Adam Cole and Punk have their like, because they were supposed to do it. You remember they were supposed to do that match, but then Cole went to WWE. Like, mm-hmm. so I think that's what's gonna happen. But Adam Page, I think he'll get another shot at another championship down the line, and I think that's when people will really, like, really, really appreciate it. But. I don't foresee anybody else getting that title because shit. I I don't see John Moxley getting that shit again. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, <laughs> they better put that IWGP US Heavyweight Championship back on his ass so he can go to promotion to promotion. But I don't think he fucking get nah, that shit. He, he he like you said with him going back to the E. I can. I don't really even see that, bro. Just because, not even because he bashed it. He, he didn't really bash it. He's just he loves he doing what he's doing right now. He ain't gonna go to the E. I'm saying like when he gets the call to go like re, like his retirement and shit, he's he's popped back up for Hall of Fame. I don't give a fuck. Oh, no, that, come on, bro. Everybody that's what I'm trying. saying. But that's hey, ultimate saying, words talking all that shit. That motherfucker went straight back. Nah, I think man, I'm gonna tell you something. I don't think I've ever said this on air, man. And I'm not joking when I say this. With Warrior Dog, I really think God told Warrior, you have this amount of time. I mean, you sure it was God? Maybe it was the devil. <laughs> now, think of this. Uh, something out of not in this physical realm, definitely. The cocaine he was doing? Because <laughs> think about it. Warrior literally was making, except for Hogan, because everybody hates Hogan. He literally. Hey man, made, God gonna tell him it's time to get the fuck up out of here? I, I don't know, my brother. I ain't that. T- but for real, no, nah, Pastor Larry, go ahead and pray nah, for him. Nah, bro, nah, 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 No, Minnie, man. Wish. Hey, hell nah. Yo, okay. imagine me just like the video. And you the shooter. It'd be Hulk Hogan like the mini man video. Nigga patched up. Can't look nah, to the I sky mean, no more, I'm brother. A, I'm going to troll that motherfucker. I'm going to talk shit like that Lou Ratchet video. <laughs> Come on. You know why I'm here, nigga. Dog. That, that day, and I don't want to talk about it just because, you know what I mean? Well, I, don't, I don't like playing like that. But when that day comes. Ooh, bro. Boy, I'm boy. on social media. I'm about to be because I know niggas about to get put up triple doubles, bro. Fan him and Flair, fuck you, bro. <laughs> but you know what's gonna who gonna really cut the promo of a lifetime? Going back to Hitman. Hitman probably gonna come out the <laughs> gate. He gonna ten seconds that he find out the view. He gonna stop a fat ass boy. Like you know what? <laughs> fuck that motherfucker. Yeah, he look like he got a droid phone too. He gonna use that droid phone and go straight to work. He gonna cut the greatest promo of his life. Man, he doing that iron sheet coming off the trap phone with it. Man, this is coming up with woodwork for Hogan, dog. I ain't gonna lie. Bro, this motherfuckers, you you be completely forgotten about, bro. It's like, I'm talking about coming out the woodwork. Bob Backlund might say some shit like, bro, it's coming up. After he done doing his dips or whatever type of workouts he be doing, he be doing bro, some wild Olympic Hogan, type shit. 
Hogan, I don't care how many times you play I'm a real American dog when that motherfucker is mad. Yo, we should have known something was going on just because, yo, when I was a shorty, I was like, yo, this song is racist. And I didn't even know what racism was. Man, that song hard as fuck, though. I ain't gonna lie. That is an interesting thing that has no business being as hard as it. It's just the fact that it's associated with Hogan, dog. But if you just heard that shit, bruh, that shit has all of the 80s cheesiness, machismo, all that shit, like, wrapped in one, bruh, like. And that's oh, the biggest God. issue with that shit, bruh. Like, it's like the guitar riffs in the beginning sound MAGA. And then yeah, when it comes crashing down. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You just said the last word. The last on the bar at the last bar. Well, second the last bar. I got. I got to be a man. I can't let it fly. Bro, that's a mango ass song, bro. Bro, that's the that's the most mega song ever. Besides, only human. Nah, this shit got only human beat because hey, hey, no lie. That's what Trump needs to start walking now too. I'm a real nigga. Hey, hey, didn't he do it one time? He might have. I swear, somebody edited it. He did come out to that shit. Yeah. Or the, remember yeah. when the UFC fighter hey, came hey, out hey. to uh, Kurt Angle thing? And they Kobe Covington? Saying, yeah. yeah. Hey, you brother. Hey, hey. Okay. Hey, bro. Let me say something. Real quick, bro. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you off air with that one. All right. Keep that idea, bro. We oh, you met Hulk Hogan? No, 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 fuck that. No, 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 no. Like, yo, if I find out this nigga's in North Memphis, I got questions. Hey, no lie, he probably might have been with Lawler, dog. Like, hold on a second. Hold on. If Lawler from North Memphis, I got more questions. He not. And youngin. Hey, man, you my brother, bro, but you had me dressed like a youth pastor today and shit, man. Hey, man. Hey man, hold on a second. I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna put it in the private chat. Right. We'll talk about it later. But no, you know what the funny thing is about no sir. <laughs> you know you would... me. I I do ridiculous shit, but I don't know if I can do that, bro. Bro, you would. Hey, that shit would do numbers. I don't think it'd be good numbers. You know how them avvies be with the dogs. If you see somebody with no avvy or they got a dog in their avvy, they definitely say nigga. But nah, okay, but okay, hold on. But you could hold on. I know what you're about to say because you know I get in my bag when it comes to creativity, but I don't know, bro. It's only so much I can do in that instance. Nah, do this though. Yeah, do that. That way you can like Bruh, but it's still gonna bring some it's gonna bring the wrong attention. I feel I you know what? Because you my man's, I'll figure out a way to flip it. Give, hey, give bro, me some time when I just hey, have my. That should be hilarious, bro. Like, but anyway, you know what the you know what the best part about the, the I'm a real American. That might be the title of this fucking episode. I'm a real. Oh, no, it is. Or right, it's gonna be Mega Maniac. Mega Maniac, bro. Yeah. Bro, when do you remember in the '90s, in the late 2000s, when they flipped the shit and they had the black woman singing that shit? I beg your pardon. <laughs> do you remember that in WCW? When it had the fucking black woman singing that shit. Nah, you want to put that on? For 
Oh hell yeah, but that yeah, shit. Yeah, put that shit on because I don't. You talking about O three when he was like the uh, the MAGA superhero? No, bro. They fucking change. They change. Hey, re- real quick, remember in WCW that guitar used to ride for a minute before it get to the words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the shit was. It used to be like it, it was like a chopped and screwed version of Real American. Bro, let me find it, bro. Cause she was, bro. When I tell you, she was singing her ass off. Was it Patty Labelle? It, it wasn't Patty Labelle. Cause Patty, remember, Patty was singing the national anthem. I know that nigga Vincent Mann was backstage with one thug tear. Bro, I can't find this shit right now. Bro. Oh no, he wasn't even backstage. Remember, he's like, and Patty Labelle was America the Great, <laughs> nah, and the bro. Ray Charles one. I know he was, bro. He was shitting. Thug tears. Why the fuck is two chains at the All Star game? Let me turn this shit off. <laughs> hey man, nah. Shout out to um, shout out to my boy uh, Ness man. His son designed the uh, celebrity All Star game jersey. Man, that was dope. So salute to him for that. That's cool, but, but I should not be seeing Steph Curry and two chains on the screen. Why nah, is this nigga two chains tall? Nah, he, he ain't got nothing. He ain't got nothing to do with this shit. He ain't got nothing to do with that shit. But um, I'm gonna find that shit later. I'm gonna send it to you, bro, because that shit legit happened. I had to find the video because I forgot what pay per view it was. I want to. I think it was like one of those like bash at the beach or something like that. And I think they like they changed it because it was like a um. I forget. It was some. It was a black woman. She was singing that shit. She was singing like somebody grandmama, church mama type shit was singing that shit. Hold on a second, <laughs> bro. That yeah, shit, bro. That shit had me crying laughing when I saw that shit. I was like, bro, this is fucking hilarious, bro. But yeah, bro, Hogan, man, he he a wild boy. I guess one thing I will go, you know, as we finish it up with wrestling, man, finish up the topic, bro. Dog. Speaking of like pure American and MAGA, since WrestleMania is gonna be in, in Dallas, bro. I'm gonna say this right now, bro. Jackson Riker gonna be there? No, nigga. If Stone Cold laced them goddamn boots up for a fucking. Oh no! Remember his lines from the Longest Yard. <laughs> this, this, uh, some real music or whatever he said. What do you call Nelly a nigga? That's that's yeah, what he, he, didn't say, he didn't say nigga, but yeah, I don't want to say the ER word. That shit pissed me off. So I try not to hear it or say I, I, it. I, I respect I respect but it. nah nah uh, it's gonna be listen, it's gonna be like that anyway. But if Stone Cold come out with them black damn Daisy Dukes, <laughs> oh no, them honkies about to be out there going crazy. God damn, what? What? If I hear that shit, bro, I I don't know if I'm gonna be there, but if I'm there and I hear what, I'm leaving. There's nothing. I think the best what chant for sure is that episode of Raw when he was out there. He's like, Bear, what? Tequila, what? Whiskey, what? Jagermeister, beer, Jack Daniels, beer, and more beer. Like that promo. Like, yeah, bro. Wait, wait, nah. wait, wait. This two. I, I'm listening to what you're saying, bro, but I'm listening. I'm watching the All Star game at the same time. No, Why the fuck shit. is two chains? Hey, two chains. Keep that blindfold on you, nigga. It might help you make a better album. You could become Daredevil. Bro, I have not listened to that album. I don't. I, and I and everybody's telling me don't, and that's why I'm like, I can't do it. Like, bro, I listen. It, 
I, nigga, this is the worst All Star game. <laughs> this is the worst All Star weekend ever. Nigga, why the fuck am I watching Steph Curry and his wife and Two Chains and his wife drink goddamn macchiatos or whatever the fuck these blue and green, these blue and red drinks is and talk? What the fuck did y'all do with basketball? What the fuck going on? Hey, Adam Silver, you fucked up the league, bro. This your fault, my nigga. Uh, nah, David Stern no, no, would never no, no, let no, the no, niggas no. do this. I want to definitely say this before we get up out of here. Bruh, Adam Silver, you literally using the big three as a farm system so you don't have to fucking cancel games because of COVID? Bruh, you ain't shit, bruh. <laughs> I understand giving a black man a job and all that, but my nigga, if you don't shut this shit down, <laughs> For two oh, weeks. Hey man, bring back high school to straight to the league rule. Let niggas file. I need hard files back, bro. Man, man, yeah. Please stop giving niggas technicals for talking shit too. If a nigga don't punch a nigga, stop giving niggas technicals, dog. Like that's a part of the game. You fucking up creativity, dog. Like every time I see that shit, I'm like, bro, this pussy ass shit. Like, bro, O2. You just got broke up, bro. You would have kept on going, man. That's why the league is getting as soft as it is, man. You can't even talk shit to a motherfucker. Like, the motherfucker, as soon as Luka Doncic say something, technical, technical. <laughs> like, bro, let niggas throw elbows or something before you start, you know, getting technical, my nigga. Like, damn. But Adam Silver, hey, bro, he, listen, he ain't man. shit, bro. Listen, this one I'm going to say, bro. This is what I'm going to say, because... This motherfucker's about to raise my blood pressure. I've been, I'm about to cut promos all summer. I mean, not all summer, but all weekend because I got to talk about basketball tomorrow. Bruh, I've been saying this. I think I told y'all this. Mm-hmm. I've been saying it. Like 2019, I think, was the last good year for basketball for me. Bruh, since the pandemic hit, I swear to God, shit been trash. I swear. And I don't call shit trash like that until it's trash. Bruh, I have not enjoyed basketball since 2019, bruh. Since Rudy fucking Goldberg caused the pandemic, <laughs> the pandemic. Happen. since that's French toast eating some motherfucker started the pan- he started the pandemic. Fuck the bats in China. Since he started the pandemic, bro. China. <laughs> I swear to God, this the league been trash. These niggas was hooping in a bubble because ain't shit else to do. They were still calling home. Shouts out to them. But you know what I mean? They couldn't get through security. Nigga. Hey, that was the funniest shit, man. When Daniel House got caught, it was like, oh, by the way, he's married. It's like, damn, my nigga. Like, it's just... <laughs> Elite cock blocking, dog. Like, niggas couldn't even hit the goddamn hotel workers. <laughs> dog, hey, I was trying to look for Shorty at, too. Bro. Bro. The league ain't been fired since then, bruh. Since Denver put them niggas, since that light skinned nigga Jamal Murray put Paul George on skates, bruh, and Polio P was born. The league ain't been fired since then, nigga. Russell Westbrook out there talking shit. It's like, nigga, ain't nothing but kids here, bruh. Fresh off the COVID, though. That's what's so funny about it. The nigga had the lung capacity to cuss out babies. No wonder that nigga threw a trash this season. God got that nigga received. Shit. Oh. <laughs> when a nigga was talking shit, all I could think about was that Dave Chappelle sketch. <laughs> it was like, bitch, my family's here. It's like, nigga, it's <laughs> Nigga, it was legit babies out there. He talking about, yeah, what, nigga? Like, yo, 
Them kids about to have yeah, high blood pressure. He out there flexing, talking about, fuck you talking about. It's like, nigga, he's a child. <laughs> Yo, shouts out to Russ, one of my favorite players ever. <laughs> L.A. legend. My nigga, I swear to God, he from Hawthorne. That nigga act like he from the east side. We'll talk. I have yeah. a conversation about the east side. I had a little bit of it. The east side is different. The east side is like the west oh, side, no. Chicago, but le- a little less violence, like more Mexicans in LA mm-hmm. on the east side of Chicago. But like niggas from the east side act like him, they be wilding. But the mm-hmm. fact like this nigga be wilding, well, not this season, but the fact that this nigga be wilding, wilding when it's not necessary, that lets you know kind of he an LA nigga. It's like me, like me being. Talking like this. It's like LA niggas, when we actually raise our voice, it'd be so for some weird old shit. Like not weird old shit, but it'd be for like goofy shit like this. But legit, my nigga, this is it. I'm officially saying I'm done with the league, my nigga. I'm gonna keep watching as much as I can because my Bulls is finally winning. But nigga, they got two chains and Steph Curry doing a limit date with they wise. Shouts out to them. I ain't hating this, you know what I mean? It's just not for me, week. dog. Yeah, it's just not nigga, for me. But we supposed to be niggas supposed to be dunking. It's nine. It's what time? It nine ten p.m. Nigga, you nigga, nigga supposed to be doing three sixty windmills, skills point challenges and shit. This nigga Giannis brothers is trash. They can't do the skills competition. One of the brothers in the G League, the nine oh four time team. That nigga should be a triple double legend in the nine oh four G League. He tallest player in the goddamn G League. I knew shit was getting bad when they had Gary Payton do a PG stand-up comedy, dog. I'm like, all right, like, bruh. <laughs> bruh. I love the NBA. I love the players. Salute to the players. Salute to the coaches. Salute to fucking anybody. But, bruh, sometimes I don't want to have oversaturation of this shit, bro. Like, just let me watch basketball, bruh. Like, yesterday... They had a fucking versus for AI and T-Mac, but it wasn't a fucking, like, it was a highlight. They just kept on showing highlights. I'm like, dog, if y'all don't play- You know who was in that motherfucker, too? Younger, I'm snitching on you, nigga. You was in that shit. <laughs> and then I said, I see you in here. This nigga gonna be like, my boy. No, nigga, I'm saying, get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> Why are we watching this shit? This Why? nigga, dog, AI dog. high off the goddamn moon, watching nigga, his them- highlights like he wasn't, like, he didn't do it. Like, nigga, that's you. That's you. Niggas inviting Guy Fieri at the fucking crowd. <laughs> no. Nigga, what, what the fuck? Guy, Guy Fieri been at the fucking All-Star weekend cooking up hamburgers. Nigga, what the fuck this guy do with hooping? You no. can't eat a hamburger and hoop. That's why Joe MB was hurt for so long. The whole time I'm watching this shit, bro. I'm like, if y'all don't pay these old niggas to play one-on-one for real, like, bro. No, I would pick, nigga. Put that on what's the month? Fight TV. Put that shit on Fight TV. Nigga. I would AI. pay. I would pay to watch AI and T Mac one on one, dog. That that y'all want to y'all want to get me since y'all want to do like Mike Tyson fighting niggas and shit. Yeah, bro. Get some of these old hoopers to go one on one, dog. Like get T Mac to go one on one with Vince. Get you know what I'm saying. Get AI. And, like nigga, um, don't even do it to twenty because AI is he's fat. AI is fat now. He be high. Just, nigga, give me, give me ten. Can you give me ten, bro? Give me answer. like, give me like AI versus Stephon Marbury, um, <laughs> T Mac versus Vince, Ray Allen versus fucking I don't know. Just randomly throw somebody in there, like you know. Give me and some. Then put their wife on the line because that nigga's a dirty man. <laughs> Hall of Fame. Yes, he is. But, yeah, uh... no, no. You, you. 
Put that nigga against Tony Parker, bro. Them nigga and then put a or and Derek Fisher making a triple threat. Hey, winner gets all the wise. No, nah, them niggas about to put up magic <laughs> Michael Jordan numbers in that motherfucker. Nasty bastards. Hey, Derek Fisher, too. I know I'm going on a rant, but fuck it. We before we get out of here, let me express this energy. Derek Fisher, you finally got a good ass team, nigga. Y'all still gonna lose because you you're dumb. You trash as a coach. When I have my WNBA talk this season, because I'm gonna have more talks. Nigga, he stinks and he got a fire ass team this year. Liz Cambage, get the fuck out the club. I don't want to hear shit about no mental health and none of that shit. Get your ass, get on the block. Get on the block th- this season. I'd be forgetting that motherfucker Derek Fisher is from Little Rock, bro. And he explains so fucking much. Like, oh, you, want yo. start, you want me to cut a promo about that too, huh? <laughs> I As a nigga with Arkansas blood, my me pops. Too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We might actually be related. Nigga, my pops is from, on my pop side, they all from Arkansas. Stevens and Little Rock. Nigga, Man, one of the worst Arkansas, summers ever being out there. <laughs> nigga, that's what I'm saying. Like, one of the worst summers ever being from L.A., being to fucking Arkansas. Why the fuck is – hey, man, I'm a done. This nigga Drewski out here on the sideline with a white woman, and they got a dog and a goddamn <laughs> I ain't a even stroller. Shit, bro. Hey, my nigga, I'm done, bro. I'm done with the NBA. I'm done. I sound like <laughs> an old nigga right now, but I'm serious. I'm done. When we get done, nigga, I'm about to fuck around, watch Suicide Squad, and I'm watch Impact. I'm fucking done, bro. This shit is a walk. Yo, NBA is 2K. It's real life 2K now. Bro, it's like, bro, what the fuck is Drewski doing out here, bro? Did you see him with the white woman and the dog? I just seen it. I can't make this shit up. Nah, nigga. That'd be the funny thing about when you see niggas like that, bro. Like, I remember I was following this chick, man, and I seen she was on fucking Drewski's blind date shit. I was like, ah, yeah, it's over with. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I was Uh going to send Oh, say less. <laughs> I got you, but, uh, nah, man. I seen her on that shit, man. I said, nah, man. It's, it's, I had to hit the future. She for the streets. Like, nah, man. That's fine. I mean, it is what it is. You know, any woman can get got. Please believe. Like, don't don't sell yourself short, no matter what the fucking situation is. But, bruh. You trying to talk like you, Chris. Never mind. Like you, Chris. <laughs> <his former partner. laughs> it's former tag partner. That's funny, man. But nah. But yeah, um, nah, man. NBA getting fucking wild, man. Like, I'm glad the NFL hasn't gotten to that level yet, but I'm starting to fucking see it because it's like TikTok is starting to ruin the goddamn NFL. And it's like, bro, if you motherfuckers don't stop dancing and catch a goddamn ball. Nigga, like, Odell can't even dance no more. Bro, hey, the funniest shit I seen this week was Van put up. Odell crying behind Rick Ross' tears of joy, bro. And I was crying laughing at this shit for 15 minutes. Nigga, I got to find the one video I was talking about last Sunday. Remember when they said when fat niggas here, Sierra Tony Grease, and they had the little white kids crying? Oh, bro, I got you. <laughs> Thank you. Send that to me ASAP. I got you. <laughs> I don't know why they chose that song and allude to fat niggas to cry when they heard that, but the fact that they put it over little white kids make that shit an instant classic. I think that, um, I think that, uh, I don't know if Big Tim made that one, but bro, that shit, bro. <laughs> why shit. The little, my question is, why the little white kids? <laughs> <laughs> That's what make it more hilarious because they out uh, here at a sermon crying. 
And then it's a fat niggas is here. Like, why would the fat niggas listen to Sarah Tony Grease and cry? <laughs> That's what's like, nigga, what the fuck? Why would niggas, why would fat niggas cry about Sarah Tony Grease? Sometimes I want to say, fuck the world. Like, fuck it. <laughs> That's my third favorite album by him, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's got to be. Because, yeah. I mean, I love Master. I think Mastermind doesn't get enough credit. But um, I will say that, um, yeah, bro, that's, bro, I got to find that fucking video, bro. We can end with that, bro, because that video is fucking insane. Oh, yeah. Now we got to figure out. We did a Ross talk. We did a Ross talk in what, October? On Show Your Work? We did. But, I mean, it it, it can be revisited, though, because. Yeah, now um, we, we talk about it. Yeah, we're going to have to do it probably here. We're going to have to probably do the Ross talk again. Yeah, because we, we did, but we didn't really go. I mean, it's not too many details you can go about it, but I feel like we could have talked more. Oh, no, nah, because we didn't. We could definitely do it because we didn't. We didn't go like, like one by one. You know what I'm saying? Like we just went. Um, we just went like it. Just had a brief discussion, but now nah, I can definitely be. Um, it could definitely be talked about, man. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, that shit was fucking hilarious, mate, bruh. Cause that one, it'd be that, you know what it'd be? It'd be that one, and it'd be the one with Ross where they'd be like, big black nigga. Like that shit be having me rolling every fucking time, bruh. Like Amp when he used to do the one with Ross laughing, like that laugh, that weird laugh he did that time when his homeboy said it's not gonna suck itself. Like, bruh, like bruh. Oh, he was laughing like hard as hell. Mm-hmm. And he was crying and shit, bro. The steak one was funny. And nigga looked Bruh. at the steak, ate it, and then he looked like he just had the steak of God. Bruh. Rick like, Ross, yeah, we, we definitely want to have a Rick Ross talk because he is by far one of the funniest rappers ever. Like the, the bull, you at the promised land. <laughs> <laughs> you at the promised land. Go up. Look, look at the horses. Hating. <laughs> hey, go be free. Go be great. Go be great. Put that nigga in the fence and say, go be great. <laughs> and then the other one. <laughs> you see the one with the... I'm going to see the oh, other one where the nigga was during like the beginning of quarantine and he was talking about getting money. And then the homeboy's like, somebody, he just going on a rant and then he told dude like, we it, it's more living to get. It's more bro, money to get. We gotta be on like. Then he said we gotta be like on jet skis waving to the women. Hey, bro, that nigga is <laughs> insane, bro. Bro, I got the flamethrower one now that I posted on Van shit yesterday. Bro, if you yeah, I got you. I got a couple of Ross videos. Like nigga, Man, why did you do nah, this? We gotta have a real like Ross breakdown, breakdown, dog. Cause like. <laughs> the, the bull one by far, bro. That's top three instant. Go be free, bro. When if, nah, bro. We used to kill me like back in like when they used to do the MMG vlogs and shit. Was uh the video, bro? Like every time he saw Wale, he just Wallace, Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, do you remember that fucking um 
me see if I can find that video. We can end with that. I know that's on the internet still. You know yeah, when, two, when two chains does the when he was doing like the most expensive shit ever. I think do, so. Do you remember that episode when him and Ross went to like that wine tasting shit? And um he just looked at homeboy like foul as hell. I forgot what happened. <laughs> It was they were oh here it is okay I'm gonna show I'm gonna, I'm gonna share it for us bro I gotta see you the video too as well when uh Ross just recently had sushi for the first time he had sushi for the first time yeah recently he did oh, a video wow. about it and the way that nigga was looking you I never seen him look this mad before this nigga was trying <laughs> to figure out what he was eating he would look Bruh, so I need that fuck I wish there was a video of how that remember when that nigga was talking to Drewski and he just looked like so irritated. <laughs> It's got to be out there because it's recently a new video came out when that nigga was at TNA <laughs> and what are oh, the workers trying to Oh, when um, Zima, uh, DJ Z, who's uh, what's his name in uh, WWE now? He's uh, he's a part of Legato Del Fantasma. Uh, Javi, uh, Joaquin Wild, yeah, yeah, yeah. Javi. Joaquin Wild. I was that, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that's racial. But yes, <laughs> another funny Rick Rossby. The honky one came back like in the past couple months though, which is funny. Like I don't know why that one came back. Hold on, I'm about to share this shit, bro. This shit. He's a he's a honky. Oops, that's, that's racial. racial. <laughs> like bro. why did that one come back? Bruh. Eminem, you're a monkey. <laughs> Yo, complex had. Oh yeah, I can't wait for that. <laughs> this, this shit right here. <laughs> we have around two hundred horses in this facility, and we play the highest level pole in the United oh, States. Shit. My boy Renzel got over a hundred horses. You dig what I'm saying? Wow. So that's why he here with me. You know what I mean? Damn, Contrary to what we look like, this is very yeah, much part of our culture as well. Believe so. That. I wanted to come here and really ask, what's the horse's safety out there? The, the ball seems like it's kind of hard. And the ball is hard. <laughs> yeah. There's four players on this team. Just like in basketball, there's quarters. You know, we call them chuckers. They are six chuckers in a game. So you get to, you can use as many horses as you want. I typically play between eight to 10 horses per game. You know, in, in polo, you can actually go and take Bruh. someone out. Like you can bump someone to make way for someone else. Kind of like hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> the rules of the sport are based on the horse's right, safety. Bruh, on, bruh, bruh, bruh. We have to have a real deal. Just episode where we just talk about nothing but Ross, like right. nothing but Ross. I'm, I'm with it, bro. Because the same way we got to do one for Spitter, Ross is in that conversation. Like that's like that's some shit that really got to be done. Like Ross appreciation episode, Spitter appreciation, a real deep that episode. Like we did one a few weeks ago. We talked about Wayne, and I told niggas that I had um, drought is over two over dedication two because I just mm-hmm. feel like Carter two, Carter like the, that is the real Carter three album to me, and yeah. it and. And that's enough said right there. Dedication two is amazing, but the car, that app, that mixtape in the drought is over part four is literally what was supposed to be card three at different points. So it's like, bro, nah, bro. That to me, like, like Wayne, I love him. He's getting back to where he was. He's been on a run. 
But I, I, I be trying to tell niggas like the first time I heard Lala, the first time I heard I feel like dying, Lisa Marie. Um, whew, I could go on and on, bro. Like mm-hmm. that nigga is a different animal, dog. And yeah, we got to have a conversation about that in in deeper detail, like not just listen to mixtapes because like suffix don't get enough respect. His squad up tapes don't get enough respect. Like I know people love people, and this is the thing that I, I hate the most is that people just go to drought three and no ceilings. And I'm like, bro, that shit is cool. But my, <clears throat> but my nigga, if you really did your Googles and history research, bro, it's so many harder Wayne tapes than just drought three, bro. Like I respect it for what it was, but it's like drought three is like when y'all caught on the Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Like, but. Hey man, we gotta have that shit, man. But salute to Ross, bro. That nigga is hilarious, bro. Like, oh no, bro. We definitely gotta do that. So, hey, we gonna bookmark that probably for like an episode two weeks from now. More than likely, just like yo, we gonna do just fuck it. We do three hours of Ross. We can do three hours of Ross. Pause. We can do three hours of Ross moments and albums. Fuck it, I'm with it. So, bro, nah, cause then I have to share that fucking. I had to share that fucking video of me meeting Ross. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see that shit real quick before we get about her? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, fuck it. Listeners, a- y'all probably won't be able to see it, but fuck it. Hey, nah, listen. I'm, I hope they don't see this. <laughs> no, nah, Larry got to post it now. Nah, fuck. No, 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 no. <laughs> you got to post that and you got to post uh, all the youngin videos or the ones you can't post. Nah, uh, yeah. nah, the funny thing about that is like, it's just me and youngin with the. Uh, <laughs> Hey, no, nah, I wish we... You don't have the Miami photos of uh, Youngin? Nah, nigga. But I he's hope, on water. Bro, <laughs> I've been waiting on this shit. <laughs> yeah, bro, bro we, we need that. The East Streets need that. Bro, nah, nigga. You ain't got that in photo bucket nowhere? Nah, I didn't. I should have fucking screenshot the shit and I didn't. <laughs> but it's cool, though. But yeah, bro, this shit gonna have you dying laughing. Hold on. Now, keep in mind, this was... this was, look, Keep in mind the time this was shot. Like this is like 2012. I'll share the shit. Fuck it. Somebody, somebody might have randomly stumbled across it. I doubt it, but somebody might stumble across the shit one day anyway. What was it? Uh, you'll see. You'll see. Can you see it? Yeah. All right. Avoid again. Excuse the quality, but yeah. Wing stuff. Okay, that makes sense. Nigga, this is on. Who is that guy? With the bruh, them wood chains had people in the 360 deal, like the, the crosses biggest, and all the, that. Yeah, the biggest 360 deal, bruh, and snapbacks. Yep, this nigga really do love wing stop. He wasn't lying to us. That's when he opened his first wing stop. Oh, he opened it out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How this nigga walked up. Nah, hey, I'm posting that video. Nah, bro. Nah, bro, please. I swear to God, bro. Hey, if I ever got to give you a receipt, they go to video right there. Let me tell you something right now, bro. I be trying to tell, like, youngin, like, when we be having jokes and shit, it's like, bro, you don't understand, bro. Me and Banks are sick, bro. Like, that war will go on forever, dog. It will not (laughs) fucking stop. Hey, because you see what I did to beat up. I said, all right, nigga. (laughs) 
I just was ramming me up at 2 a.m. after we got done recording Random Max. I was like, hey, man, let me heat this nigga up. I tell everybody, hey, man, your receipt will come. Bruh, B-Dot can't say shit. That motherfucker was down in... I ain't gonna say where he was at. But he was down, like, he posted his location, but he was down somewhere choking on glizzies and shit, dog. Like, b I'll tell you off air. Man, listen, oh, no, no, bro. I already know. Hey, listen, I see everything. I got everything. <laughs> bruh. Let me tell you something, bro. I am not trying to end up like B-Dot in the Snuggie. Um, <laughs> no, that's one of the funniest pictures ever. Uh, Joe dancing when he was drunk as hell. Um, ain't no telling what the fuck you got planned for Amp one day. Like, nah, bro. I, I be leaving. I be leaving shit alone, bro. Because, man, Youngin, Youngin, and I'm going to tell you why Young and Dirty as fuck. Youngin will find like old pictures of me and then send them to me. And I'm like, nigga, I got years worth of footage of us, bro. Like, if I really wanted to do this shit, bro, like, I got the nukes ready, bro. Like, just calm the fuck down, bro. Right. Be, it's like, nigga, we're supposed to be brothers. We sp- you're supposed to be on my team. <laughs> like, nigga, what the fuck? But that's how it be, bro. That's you give our receipts to be, each bro. other. Look, I ain't make the shit. I'm about to send it to you right now about goddamn Drewski. Hey, man. <laughs> Worst Black History Month ever, by the way, people. Oh man, nah, man, but shit. Whew, you got anything else before we get up out of here, dog? Because this is nah, just nothing but laughs, man. All that's right. what it's supposed to be, bro. So, hey, man, listen. Thank you, brother, for coming through. Of course, as usual. Yes, I'm definitely gonna have Nelson on here more than likely next week. Hey, we just gotta run it up. Like I said, this nigga Doug is the PTO champion, not Sasha Banks. This nigga is so. Until, you know, the PTO run out, I'm just going to have people come through that I fuck with heavy. So, hey, nah, fuck that episode 13. Larry, thank you for coming through, brother. Please get your plug in. Oh, man, shit. You can follow me at DJ Larry 0093 on all social media platforms. That includes TikTok. <laughs> um, at Show Your Work Net on Twitter. We got a few couple. We had some special episodes coming up, but check that last one out. Great, great interview. DJ Ace, and if you ever wanted to know how Gucci felt about some of y'all's favorite mixtapes, <laughs> Ace will let y'all know. Um, we got some, we got some more shit. We'll show you work coming later this year, and I may have a few surprises myself, man. So y'all stay tuned. But salute to Doug, salute to Maximilian, as Joe would say. Um, salute to Banks. Shout out to everybody, man. And we all in this shit together, man. So you know, just gotta keep it going. Exactly. So on that note, please like, follow, subscribe, Apple, Spotify for now. Fuck that. Uh, Till next time, y'all be easy and fuck the three point contest.